Hey, welcome to Coffee with the DJ Coach. Uh, I'm Coach Hapa. Nice to see you. Uh, I do want to actually remind you that are listening to this right now, if you have any questions or anything that you'd like for us to tackle on a future episode of Coffee with the DJ Coach, please make sure to reach out to us. Um, We have the right contact link in the show notes. So please make sure to reach out. And I think depending on what you're listening to this on too, you might be able to just even submit the question through the platform. Um, I think you can do that on Spotify, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Spotify, really leveling up the game there. Um, All right. So today we are talking about what do you do if you're an introverted DJ? How do you get beyond that? Or, you know, do you just stay in your bedroom and never leave your bedroom and just be an introverted DJ? And um, I do want to address this and this... I guess is a related topic to some of our other topics that we've covered here on the podcast. Like we've talked maybe a little bit about, you know, how to pick up the mic and some MC tips or also, you know, how to get over stage fright. We talked about some of those topics, but I do think it's a a little bit of an extension here to talk about, you know, somebody who identifies as being introverted. And could you still be a DJ and a successful DJ if you were introverted? Because I think that's really the question. So I think the first thing that I'll say is, believe it or not, I think I would have considered myself an introvert years ago, like sort of before I started DJing. I wasn't necessarily always the, you know, the extroverted kid, the life of the party, like as a teenager, you know, I went through my own awkward teenage years and, and all of that. Um, and I think DJing helped me break out of my shell a bit. And I think it continues to do that for me as well. And I will say that is not just only from my own personal experience, but also my experience in working with other people who certainly were introverted and I've seen really blossom and become you know more extroverted and they don't necessarily become it's not like a light switch it's not on or off it's not black or white you know it's it's one of these things where to me introvert extrovert there's a scale it's a um, spectrum and you're somewhere on the spectrum so I don't think somebody is 100% introverted or 100% extroverted and certainly not 100% of the time. So I think that that's probably a helpful starting point is to identify, you know, where are you on the spectrum? You know, are you more of an introvert most times? Are you more of an extrovert most times? And I had this explained to me once where an introvert is somebody that loses energy around people and an extrovert is somebody that actually gains energy around people. And I will actually go a step further and say, I think as you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to me ask you that question of where are you on the spectrum? Also think about in different scenarios. So maybe among your loved ones, your family, your cousins, um, your you know, your peer group, your friends, some of your best friends, you maybe are more on the extroverted side in those scenarios versus if you're in a classroom with a bunch of people that you've never met before and it's the first day of school or whatever, maybe you're more on the introverted side of the spectrum. And then maybe as the semester goes on, you become more and more on the extroverted side. So like that's a really great 
starting point because I think it allows us to sort of see how one could transition from introvert to being a, a bit more extroverted is usually that comes from familiarity and becoming more comfortable. And I think the more you push your boundaries of getting outside of your comfort zone, the more opportunities there will be to be the more extroverted version of yourself. And my advice you know, is if you wanna get into DJing or you're already a DJ, I think we need to operate as being the most extroverted versions of ourselves in most scenarios in which we're with other people. And I think that that will benefit you. So instead of just going to the, you know, going to the bar, playing your set, and then you're out, it would benefit you probably by going to the bar a little bit early, hanging out with the bartenders a bit, talking it up with the security guard, um, you know, hanging out a little bit afterwards as you're collecting your check or whatever, chatting it up with the manager. So like th these, these conversations will benefit you in the long run. Like you will build relationships with some of these people and you just never know where some of these things could go. You know, the, the bouncer at the bar, the security guard, you know, he may do other things as well. He may run security for a private event company as well, and they may be looking for DJs at some point or whatnot. So establishing some of these relationships, you know, it's not easy, but it, it really is about forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and becoming somebody who, um, you know, goes the extra step to initiate some of those conversations, even though you're not comfortable doing it. Like force yourself into a space in which you get comfortable. I actually heard something this morning, this is actually really good, is your obedience and your discipline will lead to your emotional state catching up. So meaning like if you're not feeling it, like sometimes we're, we, we want to like, oh, but I feel like socializing, so then I'll socialize. But if I don't feel like socializing, then I won't socialize. But even though you don't feel like socializing, do it. <laughs> and your obedience to that, your discipline that you have there, like your feelings will actually catch up to that. Your emotions will catch up to that. So lead with the discipline, lead with the obedience, and then instead of leading with your emotions, like do I feel like this right now? Because there's gonna be times where you don't feel like it, 100%, but do it anyways. <laughs> because you never know what can come out of that. I mean, some of, you know, the best, some of the best nights I've ever had were, you know, nights that maybe I didn't want to go out. And I forced myself out, I went to the event, I met this person, that person became a friend of mine that then, you know, maybe turned into business opportunities or, you know, personal opportunities or whatever, you know, could come of it or, or just had a great time. You know, and I wasn't planning on going out. And if I just let my emotions dictate what I would do, then I wouldn't have gone out. So I think that that's, that's helpful. And I can think back on times in which I've done that. And I think that's a huge part of this is, uh, is to be able to push yourself out of your comfort zone is gonna be things that don't maybe feel good right off the bat. 
but may feel good later, you know, and are going to be ways that you discover, you know, where you want to go. And this is where I want to go. It's because of you taking that step today, doing something that maybe makes you a little bit uncomfortable or you're scared to do and, you know, go for it, do it. Um, I think the other part of this that I'll just mention is, you know, be really careful about your words. You know, so I think when you say things like, I'm just introverted or I'm just, this is just the way that I am or I'm just not built like that or I wasn't designed to be social or any of those things that like you may say that might come out of your mouth and especially if you're using absolutes like I never want to do this I always feel this way uh, when I go up to somebody they always like turn away or you know if I try to start a conversation it never goes well like be really careful with those words because you're going to trick yourself into a reality that is not actual. It's not real. Like it is something that you've made up in your mind. And yes, there may be some times in which you felt scarred by you went up to somebody and tried to have a conversation with them and they just started laughing in your face, which is very rare by the way, but you know, maybe that happened and maybe that happened more than once, but it likely didn't happen every time you tried to talk to somebody, you know? So, I think, you know, we can shift our mindset and shift our words. And that comes from also just our thoughts. Like if you're thinking these negative thoughts, like that is going to translate into the actions that you see forth. And then those results will be negative results. Like it starts with your thoughts. So re rethink your thoughts, essentially, like, you know, do an audit on your thoughts. Am I thinking negatively? Do I have a predisposition to think about things negatively? Do I see the glass as being half empty more often than not? Okay, I do. Huh, how can I look at the same scenario and see it as half full? Even though that's not my initial predisposition, let me stop for a second, let me look at that and be like, oh, you know what? No, that is true. Like, yeah, the weather wasn't great today, but it also wasn't horrible. Like, and actually the overcast kind of was nice. I got a chance to wear a sweater that I've been wanting to wear for a while, whatever the case may be. So change your thoughts and you'll see that translate into the actual actions and the results in your life. Hopefully that's helpful. We'll see you on the next one.